Non, c'est ce que je disais. Oui, moi, c'est bâté, c'est de la blague. Après tout, tout est beau. Il n'y a qu'à s'intéresser aux choses et les trouver belles. Time has come. Catherine Bigelow. This and some of the other nice things that have happened to me in the last couple of days may turn me into some sort of hopeful optimist and ruin my whole life. Spoil? <laughs> Did he spoil me? No. I remember quite clearly it was 1946 and I was four years old. My mother took me to see King Vidor's Duel in the Sun. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Babel, Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu. Uh, I'm a man. Well, nobody's perfect. Al film italiano Deserto Rosso di Michelangelo. It's just that all men are sure it never happened to them, and most women at one time or another have done it, so you do the math. Three artists in the presentation of the Palm d'Or. Adele, Lea, and Abdel Afid Kenji. Hi everybody, welcome to the Filmotomy podcast, episode 57. As always, I'm your host, B. Garns, and joining me today is Audrey. Hello. And also joining me is Jonathan. Hiya. Hello. So guys, have you got any New Year's resolutions just before we start off with everything? Uh, I mean, write more. I feel like I finished my novel, I guess. It's a very good one to have. Yeah, never finished one. Started quite a few, so finishing one would probably be up there on the list. Oh, wow. So maybe one day we Audrey will be like a, a special a special guest because she'll be a world famous <laughs> author and then we'll be very lucky indeed. Um Jonathan, any New Year's resolutions for you? Mine would be to finally get my uh, driver's license and then to hopefully, you know, get back to uh, school and finish my uh, degree in culinary. That would be my goal. I also hope that on your New Year's resolutions, um, writing for Filmosomy uh, is definitely still... I, you know, that's not even a resolution. You're just doing that anyway, but you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> Just continue. Yeah, you can just take that as read, that that's something that we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear that you've got some interesting resolutions. Mine's normally just exercise more or, you know, try to eat healthy, but that's not going well so far. <laughs> <laughs> Already had a Burger King. Oops. So anyway, let's get into our sort of most anticipated films for 2019 and this is crazy, it's 2019 this is surreal where is our sort of Android and you know uh, hoverboards, where are those? Uh, Yeah, give it time, they'll be here soon. I hope so I hope so, I'm looking forward to my Ryan Gosling uh, Android Uh, (laughs) but it's not happening yet um so guys, I thought we would just... For what purpose? We don't need to know. <laughs> no, it was just that bit will be cut out. <laughs> we don't need to know about my my Ryan Gosling Android. It's brand new every night. It's very, very exciting. Uh anyway, <laughs> moving on. Swiftly on. Um so let's go with Audrey first. What's your uh top 
three most anticipated films of 2019? So I have Little Women on my list. I'm um, a pretty big fan of the one, the version from the 90s with Winona Ryder and Christian Bale. I really just enjoy the story. For me, it's like that comforting, you know, winter movie that you watch and it just, you know, you know the story so well that you, it's just, you know, a nice experience. And with this version, I'm really excited because um, Greta Gerwig is directing and I, I've enjoyed her work in the past. And she has assembled like a pretty incredible cast with Serge Ronan as Joe, Emma Watson, um, Florence Pugh, Timothy Chalamet, Meryl Streep, Laura Dern. It just kind of like keeps going and it's just amazing. So I'm looking forward to see what they do with it and to see if it lives up to uh, my expectations for it. That's like the cream of the crop of acting at the moment all those yeah <laughs> so um what's on what's next on your list so i have this movie that i just kind of learned about yesterday jojo rabbit which is um taiko watiti's directing and also playing hitler <laughs> and it's uh it's like a taking place in world war Two, and there's this little boy in germany who has, I, I'm a, I, I was reading a description of it, and that his imaginary friend is Hitler, played by Taika Waititi. <laughs> and it's, it just seems like such a strange and interesting movie. Um, and it's got um, Thomas and McKenzie from Leave No Trace in it, and, you know, just other interesting people like Sam Rockwell and Scarlett Johansson, and just it, Alfie Allen. It, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's going to be, but I am really interested to see it's like a comedy slash drama slash war movie so feels like a little little unique for 2019 so i'm excited and what's last on your list last on my list i had a bunch of others that i was thinking about a lot of horror movies um and the one that i decided to go with was is the lighthouse which is directed by the person who did the witch in 2015 and um, this is another period kind of horror fantasy film. And it's um, about this like old lighthouse keeper who it's in tw- early 20th century Maine. So probably like 1900 to 1910. And it's Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. And I've just been really happy with the choices that they've made recently with like some of the movies that they've done. Um, I have, faith in them and i feel like it's going to be a really interesting movie i enjoyed the witch a lot so i think i'm I'm curious to see what the director will will do with this yeah i really love the witch as well i remember watching it with my boyfriend and he absolutely hated it (laughs) why are they speaking in this way why are they speaking in old english and and then he was like, it's not, it's not scary, nothing is happening. But I was like, so much is happening in this film. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Black Phillip, I mean, like, if I ever yes. have a goat, that's what I want to call it. So I will never have a goat because of Black Phillip. I, yeah, that's, it's that's too scary. Moving on, uh, Jonathan, what's your on your list? Oh, uh, on the top of my list is Quentin Tarantino's ninth feature film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, this, this is actually the first time Tarantino's made a movie with uh, 
a major studio company after the fallout from uh, Harvey Weinstein's uh, allegations and accusing uh, allegations came to light. Uh, and this is actually this is the first time. Is it's the first time we're going to see Margaret Robbie working with Tarantino? DiCaprio's in it. Pitt is in it. And it, it it's it's a lot of Tarantino regulars. But what makes this movie really interesting is that this is about it's it, it's set in, in 1969 in L.A. And I guess it's called maybe an alternate timeline, maybe. Uh, but it has to do with the uh, Charles Manson murders. Mm. Oh yeah, and I forgot Margaret Rob- Robbie is playing Sharon Tate. Yeah, I mean, it's really eerie how they look very similar. Um, and I can't think of anyone really better than to play um, play her than Margot Robbie, who has, you know, continued to impress me uh, throughout, you know, this year, especially with, like, I, Tonya. So, yeah, it's really intriguing. Suck my dick. Also, um, this is coming out, I think, sometime in... Uh, late July, early August, which would be right around the same time the Manson murders ha- happened. Uh, which um, I- I'm I- I'm pretty sure that was done purposely. And what's next on your list? Mm. Number two is this is movie. This is gonna be polarizing for me, but it comes out in. December, so it's another. It's a right, right up for right in time for both you know holiday season and for next year's awards race, which we're still going through right now. It's it's Cats, and this is directed by Tom Hooper, infamously or famously, depending on your point of view, of the King's Speech and Les Mis. Uh, so he's doing another musical. In this movie, it's it's actually a really interesting lineup. Uh, it's Jennifer Hudson's in it, Taylor Swift, James Corden, Ian Kellen, Idris Elba. Hold on, Elba. hold on. Did you just say Taylor Swift? Yes, I did. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that's that, that's on the IMDb page. So. Wow, that's a great lineup. I will give Tom Hooper this. And, you know, at, at least there are there are performers in there that have musical chops mm-hmm. in the back as their background. I'm like hiring Russell Crowe. We can't sing with a lick, <laughs> and then we had to hear Wallow through song after song. And I'm Javert. Do not forget my name. Do not forget me. So I'll give him that. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if anybody, like, are people fans of Tom Hooper? Are there Tom Hooper stands out there? Because I feel like his his work is just, like, it's fine. The movies are decent, mm-hmm. but it's it's, like, almost never because of him that the movies are good. Right. Yeah. It's almost in spite of him. Yeah. Well, there's a possibility that it sounds like Cats could 
end up being 2019's Bohemian Rhapsody. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully not. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, okay. Intriguing. We'll have to see what it'll be like. But um, moving on to your final film, what is it? Uh, final film is uh, Toy Story 4. Okay. Um, I... I honestly didn't. Well, with all the Disney movies that are coming down the pike, um, I chose Toy Story Four because I think that's going to be the that's the most interesting of a lot. I mean, I, I generally thought after three, Pixar was pretty much hanging up with the toys with the Toy Story movies, and when I heard that they were coming out with the fourth, I was like, really? Yeah, I thought you guys were pretty much. After you know the final shot of Toy Story three of Andy giving up Woody uh, to the little girl at the end, I thought, yeah, okay, this is this is the final, the a fitting end to this trilogy, and I felt and it felt very conclusive. Uh, no, they're coming up with a fourth end because it pretty much picks up where three left off. They're still with the with with the with the new girl who who's taken all all. all Andy's old toys, and then she still ends up, well, not getting a new toy, but creating a new toy called Forky, and Forky is very unusual in the sense that he is a fork, a spork, <laughs> like literally, he, he is literally a spork, and then he's created like this, so like some sort of Frankenstein's monster with, uh, wiry hands and feet and googly eyeballs and like and lips and she creates this toy and this toy and now that he becomes a toy he has this existential crisis about wait <laughs> what the heck am I yeah what intriguing yeah. I think well, it's also, also interesting how like with in the first one, Sid is like the villain because he mm. plays creatively with toys and he kind of experiments with them. And right. for a toy, that's horrifying. But like as we see, it's a small child just, you know, like being inventive and imaginative. So it's kind yeah, of interesting. But they're he was kind of revisiting. Creepy. He, he was, but I think that's way, mostly it, because it's told from the perspective of the mm. toys and. We're seeing him as like this serial killer, basically. In counting ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Reach for the sky. Huh? I, I tried to find an indie film, but it, those are really hard to look up, especially if you don't know where to look. It sounds like. There's cats going on. The musical's just started in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm just giving Tom Hooper a few Are ideas. Are you Tom Hooper? Tell us, honestly. Oh. Are I you? Is that your alter ego? Like <laughs> uh, if you are Tom Hooper, we've got some things to discuss. Um, <laughs> so I'll just give my uh, quickly. Um, I'm looking forward to The Irishman. Uh, the Martin oh, Scorsese ooh. film. I forgot about that. That's, yeah. still, that's still on Netflix. Right. I know. I'm really excited about this. Um, it's got Robert De Niro, um, who is coming back um, to team up with Martin Scorsese because he's been a bit 
absent recently with Martin Scorsese projects has mostly been sort of Leonardo DiCaprio, um, who I think he's allowed some time off now. He's he's done enough. But uh, it's great to see Robert De Niro back. And also joining him is Al Pacino. Amazing. So The Irishman is a, a film about a, a mob hitman who is sort of recall, recalling his possible involvement with the slaying of Jimmy Hoff. Uh, Jimmy Hoffer, and um, like I say, there's a star-studded cast. It's not just um, De Niro and and Pacino. We've got Joe uh, Pesky coming back, Harvey um, Keitel coming back, and it just sounds really amazing. And I'm quite excited about this, uh, especially because it's you know Martin Scorsese sort of first venture into Netflix. Um, another film is a little bit kind of a cr- still keeping with the crime genre. Uh, this is um, extremely wicked, shocking, evil, and vile. And vile, sorry. <clears throat> Which is the the sort of film uh, about Ted Bundy, who I think we all know um, was a serial killer in the late seventies, who possibly murdered up to. 30 to 40 women although it's not really known um, but uh, this is quite an interesting film because um, Zach Efron is playing Ted Bundy and Ooh. I'm very intrigued about this because um, I can't like Zach Efron seems so nice I don't know I just keep thinking well Ted Bundy seemed nice too D- yes this is it <laughs> So maybe well, also Zach Efron, he's kind of made his his his, his mark. He's kind of a bit of a strong dance guy, kind of guy. Mm. The thing is, uh, I don't really like necessarily like films about serial killers because they just creep me out, and I always feel a bit worried about like you know whether it's going to be disrespectful to the victims' families. Yeah, well, that would be one to to look out for. I mean. I did also have on my list another um, horror film, horror slash serial killer film. I don't know if there's a trend going on here, uh, which is Charlie Says. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, with Matt Smith, right? Yes, yeah. This is an, the other Charles Manson movie, um, directed by uh, Mary Harron. American Psycho is one of my favorite films. And... This is uh, sort of telling the side of the women who were associated with Charles Manson. Um, so, and Matt Smith from Doctor Who is playing Charles Manson. <laughs> so, this is even this is crazy casting going on uh, in 2019. Taylor Swift is appear, uh, appearing in movies. You know, Matt Smith is playing a cult leader. Zac Efron's. Ki- you know, killing people. Playing Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? But yeah, they, those are my three. Um, so, ooh, I know. Um, I don't know what's wrong with me. I think it's because I watched a house that Jack built. I've been tainted, <laughs> corrupted by Lars von Trier. Um, so now I just want to watch horrible films. <laughs> uh, but I'm really, I'm really intrigued by those those three movies. I'm also, um, I'll just quickly mention. And a couple of other movies. Um, I'm interested in seeking out the ocean at the end of the lane. 
which is directed by Joe Wright and starring uh, Tom Hanks. It's uh, based on the Neil... Neil. Yeah, Neil Gaiman? Yeah, I, yeah, I've read that book. I love him. I haven't actually read the book, but it has been on my to-read list for a long time. But now that they're making a movie out of it, I feel like I have to go read the book. And another um, adaptation happening uh, this year is The Goldfinch, um, which I believe is based on the Donna Tartt novel. And this is, um, I think, going to be quite a, a good adaptation. But that's um, that's just a few. I mean, do you have any other films that you want to quickly mention? Um, I mean, Us. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm really excited about it. Um, Star Wars. Uh, oh, the the Tom Hanks uh, Mr. Rogers movie. Yes, um, yeah, I'm, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there with tissues. And, yes, <laughs> uh, lots and lots of tissues. What What about you, Jonathan? Anything you want to mention? I, uh, you know, I want to mention uh, uh, Alita uh, Battle Angel. That's mm-hmm. by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, I. I think that's just uh, I, I I like I like I tend to like a lot of uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez's stuff. I like his visual style. I mean, say for maybe a few of the Spike it, the Spike Kids 3D and then oh, uh, yeah. Shark Boy and Lava Girl. His stuff is usually very interesting. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that. Uh, Pet Cemetery is another one movie I'm, I'm very interested in seeing. Because um, I thought the last last couple of years have been have been really strong for the horror genre in general, mm-hmm. and I and I want to see Pet Cemetery in particular because I like Steve, I love Stephen King's novels and this is one of my favorites. Yeah, it's so creepy. I remember trying to watch the original film and unable to finish it. Mind you, I was really young. I was probably like. 12 or 13 but it it left me like with nightmares for many many weeks afterwards mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, of course it is coming out um the second part it, of chapter that. two yes i'm excited i will definitely watch that yeah, yeah i need to see number one before i need before i see number two and yeah part of that, yeah it's uh, and I, also I the 90s sure. miniseries because that's that's a lot of fun too. Aren't you gonna say hello? Oh come on, Bucko. One film in particular that I'm looking forward to is Joker. Uh which is sort of a standalone movie in its in it in the sense that it's not connected to uh, Jared Leto's awful Joker from the Suicide Squad <laughs> movie, which never happened. Uh, we never saw that. Uh, unfortunately, that film was never released. Um, <laughs> it is a lost Mar- or DC film. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this one is intriguing because it's got Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, and the first sort of footage that we've seen uh, is amazing. Uh, he looks so menacing and and so creepy and sinister that my uh, 
I, I think he's going to give Heath Ledger a good run for his money. Um, and how are we feeling about the Lion King remake? Uh, first, we have to explain, <laughs> is it is it a is it an animated film or is it live action? Because I'm pretty sure it's animated. It looks, it's all voice. It's all voice voice talents, and it's. Uh, I mean, you're not. Act- I mean, let's be honest. They're not going to use actual lions in this movie. I mean, that's just that's just almost impossible to do. They're not going to use actual wild animals to recreate a beloved staple of every of every kid who grew up in the 90s. That's just not happening. I just, I'm kind of done with it. Like, I'm done with The Lion King. I'm done with Aladdin. I don't need it in my life. Um, if I ever wanted to watch those movies, I would just watch those movies. And right. I, like, it's the same thing with Beauty and the Beast, where... The movie was fine, but it, it was wasn't just, it just better didn't, didn't need, than... It just, it just wasn't necessary. It wasn't better than the animated movie, so why would I watch an inferior product? Like, it's right. note for note identical, so except it's a little bit worse. So, it just seems... Yeah, I don't need it. I want much more than this provincial intrigued about Dumbo. I don't know about you guys. I'm saying intrigued a lot. It's my word of the day. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Dumbo is, looks a little bit more promising, no? At least yeah, I'm, 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 I'm uh, that one I'm very kind of um, worried on because the last, last couple of movies Tim Burton have made have not been I don't think have been that good. Yeah, he's uh, been making some stinkers recently. Yeah, and also oh. the writer the writer on this is Ethan Kruger. And if you don't know who Ethan Kruger is, he's the guy who was behind uh, some of the Transformers sequels. Oh. Most notably 2, 3, and 4. Oh. Oh, now I'm really worried. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. But, I mean... Danny, but, guys, he also Danny did DeVito. Scream 3 and Dracula 2000, so... I'm <laughs> concerned even more now. Yeah, I feel like um, Tim Burton's lost his way and has become, you know, more like a parody nowadays, just well, imitating Ian, himself. He and Johnny Depp teamed up to just destroy each other's careers through <laughs> stagnation. Well, I think Johnny Depp did that on his own. Okay. Yeah. So... Tim Burton was complicit. <laughs> That's, <pretty good. laughs> That's true. That's true. Dumbo just makes me too sad. I think that's the only reason I won't watch it. Not because I, I think they'll do fine with it, but I just Dumbo is a really sad movie for me, so I don't watch it. Anyway, let's go to Twitter. Um, I asked all our great friends and followers over at Twitter what they're looking forward to, and I'll read some of them out like I promised to. Chris Wilson said that he's looking forward to Avengers uh, Endgame for obvious reasons, uh, but there's um, some great-looking horror this year. Um, it, Pet Cemetery, and The Curse of La Lorna. 
Anne uh, uh, mentioned that she's uh, excited for us and moderately excited for Captain Marvel and kind of apprehensive about the new Hellboy reboot. I'm the same. I, I can't... I don't know why <laughs> they've done Hellboy again. Uh, Robert S. Uh, Hammer said that uh, as an unbashed James Gray apologist, um, he's looking forward to Ad Astra. Chris Reeves says, uh, I'm most excited for a movie that I haven't heard about. Okay. But will knock my socks off. In 2018, that was Thoroughbreds, and I can't wait for that to happen again. Uh, Jeremy Robertson said he's also looking forward to The Irishman, as it's reteaming Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro. Yes, exactly. Um, Cinematic Favours mentions Little Women and uh, Us, and It Too. Not, not, It, It, Chapter 2, sorry. It too. <laughs> it as well. It as well. <laughs> um, Simon Waits said Dragon Ball Z. He's looking forward to it as he is a huge Dragon Ball Z um, fan. And also Detective Pikachu. Um, oh, right. We all love hoping someone would bring up Detective Pikachu. <laughs> uh, Lenny has given us a lot of great films. Um, I'll mention some other ones that we haven't mentioned already uh he's looking forward to knives out the truth the rhythm section the woman in the window and darren lucas has said he's looking forward to godzilla um because it looks like it's going to be a visual experience and godzilla how are we looking for how are we on that are we looking forward to it or i mean those posters look amazing yeah i don't know if i've ever like anticipated a Godzilla movie before. <laughs> They're oh, kind of just yeah, things that happen mm. and then I, I watch them sometimes. But Yes, Ashley uh, at the movie Oracle said that she's looking forward to Avengers Endgame, Shazam, John Wick, the third John Wick Oh, film. yes, I forgot about yeah, that one. That's, Damn. That's, I, that's going to be a thrill ride. Um, that's going to be fun. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Men in Black International, Rocket Man, which hopefully is going to hey, be... Hey, but maybe Rhapsody 2.0. <laughs> no, it's going to be better. It's going to be like <laughs> a mediocre across the universe, okay? It's not going to be like... Really <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. So yeah, we, there's been quite a few responses back on, on Twitter. We, I won't, unfortunately, can't name them all, but thank you to all those who, uh, you know, uh, let, let let us know um, about their sort of picks for 2019. And I'm sure we're going to be covering a lot of those films on our website. So uh, everybody, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you, Jonathan and Audrey. Um, I will just say that to everybody listening at home we are on itunes um, so do subscribe to us and please leave us a review because it really helps us out and we really appreciate it and uh, you can also uh, find us on soundcloud as well if you don't want to use itunes so um, yeah there's plenty of ways to uh, listen to us and also we are on youtube and if you head over to YouTube, you'll find mine and Robin's uh, discussion on what's going to win uh, Best Documentary at the Oscars. So that's uh, amazing work that Robin's done 
into creating that video so please check it out